This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Grab the latest copy of McLean's. You can probably get it online. <laughs> she talked to Sarah because she was all excited. She actually bought a magazine this weekend, and an actual physical copy of the magazine. And she's right. I think most people read their magazines online now, um, which is a great option to have. And you can certainly check out uh, the new McLean's online. And in it, you will find a really interesting profile on our premier, Danielle Smith. And it goes back to, you know, very early days um, with Premier Smith and sort of tracks her progress through political circles. And she's been political since she was very, very young. And there's, and we'll get into this in the conversation with the author of the piece. When you go through it, you can start to see a couple of threads that run through Danielle Smith's political career. One, it's remarkably consistent. For example, the Alberta pension plan that we're talking about now, she's been talking and writing about that for decades, at least 25 years. Nobody Absolutely nobody should be surprised that we're talking about it now that she's premier because she has consistently talked about that provincial police force, provincial tax regime, all of it, right? She has never wavered from that. Consistency is a mark of Danielle Smith politically. You know what else is? Inconsistency. Chaos, because, well, the principles, I think, there, as you know, there is a lot of, oops, I misspoke, I need to correct, I need to clarify, uh, all kinds of stuff that goes into this chaotic mix that is Danielle Smith in politics. But hey, she's premier. And like I say, there's, it's 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 almost a dichotomy, but let's get into it. We're going to have a conversation with um, Luke Rinaldi now. Luke is an award-winning journalist, bylines in McLean's, The Walrus, and more like I say, this particular piece we're talking about, uh, you can find it in McLean's. Luke, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a fascinating piece because, like I say, you, you go way back. Uh, sort of the, the making of Danielle Smith is where it starts and, and where it all began. And it, it's very clear she's been hyper-political from a very young age, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, she was interested in politics in, you know, as early as grade 8. And it might surprise some people to know that... Uh, her first interest was communism, and then her dad said, "Hey, we'll yeah. hold up. We, uh, I think we need to talk about politics." And and a lot of her early introduction and lessons on politics came around the dinner table. Yeah, that's right. He would, uh, you know, uh, talk about uh, Margaret Thatcher, about yeah. Ronald Reagan, Peter Peter Lougheed, the the premier at the time, um, and and cut out uh, newspaper articles for her and say, you know, you should read this and educate yourself about politics. And uh, she just sort of got uh, interested in that world. Um, and then it was a little bit later in university that I think it really started to take off. Yeah, you talk about her years in university, and I, I don't know if that was an extraordinarily unusual time, but it was an incubator for politicos. Like, the number of names that are now involved in Alberta politics that were all there at the same time really is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's 
amazing. This was one of my favorite parts of the piece to report because it felt like I was, I don't know, like it was a CBC sitcom because there were just so yeah. many Canadian political rising stars. Preston Manning was a professor. Stephen Harper and Jason Kenney were on the hallways. Need Nenshi, uh, Kevin Bosch, a liberal strategist. Um, Ezra Avant was there, um, you know, being Ezra, uh, being sort of uh, an agitator and having big debates with Rob Anders, uh, who would go on to for- found the, uh, be a founding member, at least, of the Conservative Party of Canada. Uh, so Danielle was uh, in good company. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very political people. And I think it would have been an exciting time to sort of, you know, grow up and, and, and become the political people that they were at that time. It would have been fascinating. So she's, I mean, and like I say, the, 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 the ideas, the principles, some of the things seem to have been formed there, right? Like you say, Preston Manning was there, Ezra Levant. There were a lot of well-known conservative po- uh, political types there. Um, and I think at that point in time, that's when you, she first starts publicly talking about some of the things that carried on right to today. I mean, the principles, like when we talk about Alberta, I don't know, not independence, but, you know, sort of, um, you know, pension plans and police forces and all the rest, that all started to develop right then, didn't it? Yeah, the seed was there. Um, Danielle and many of the other uh, students who are, who are now big you know, political stars, uh, they, a lot of them studied under a, a group of professors called the Calgary School. And uh, you know, they, they were sort of the, the architects of a lot of these ideas. Um, you know, they really believed in, if not a sovereign Alberta, then, then at least Alberta in a, a bit more of an independent sense. Um, you know, having, like you said, its own pension plan, police force, task collection agency. They, they essentially believe that Alberta would be, the, the more independent it could be from Ottawa, the better it would be. And then you, t- then she starts her political career, which, uh, of course, famously was the Calgary Board of Education. And then another um, continuing aspect of Danielle Smith's time in politics emerges, chaos, right? Absolute chaos. That didn't last long with the CBE, um, but you could get an inkling there of how, I don't know, fractious it could be, I guess. I mean, it, it didn't go well. Yeah, that, that's to put it mildly. Uh, you know, she showed up already saying, uh, you know, I'm not sure why we need to meet so much. Um, she uh, basically skirted around the actual issues that were being discussed and did, did some sort of oppo research on uh, the other board members who happened to be more liberal, you know, criticizing their, their expenses and digging out notes that they had been passing around in meetings and, you know, found that, that they were sort of criti- criticizing each other in a, in a mean girl sort of way, calling, you know, Smith uh, a slow learner and saying that she had crappy hair. And so, Eventually, this all sort of just blows up. The press gets into it, and the Minister of Education at the time says, we're done here. Um, he dismisses the entire board, um, including Danielle, although to her credit, the, the Education Minister did sort of like Danielle and, and said, you should uh, run again. Uh, but by that time, she said, no, I'm going to go over to the Calgary Herald and uh, start my career in media. Right, exactly. And then you had those two careers that sort of ran parallel, crossed over, intertwined right up until today. Um, in the piece, when you talk about her time with the Herald, one of the quotes that really struck me, and it's something I thought, uh, came from her old editor at the Herald who said her columns often just gave voice to whomever she happened to talk to that day. Um, and and I, I think I continue to see that today. I don't know. Um, if you listen to her show, it was kind of the same thing. Now, Danielle Smith is an incredibly smart woman. There's no doubt about that. But it's, but her judgment gets questioned time and time again. Her ability to sort good ideas from bad 
rather than just saying, hey, that's, you know, I talked to this person, let's talk about what they said. It seems like that emerged early on in her media career as well, right? Yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. She was sort of susceptible to uh, really out there ideas. And to her credit, like you said, she's she's really bright. And she, she would is. think through these ideas in really interesting and sort of original ways. But um, that didn't sort of uh, erase the fact that sometimes they were not ideas really worth thinking through. Um, one example is, you know, she, she quoted, or sorry, she uh, wrote about how smoking cigarettes yeah could reduce the risk of disease, which is a a pretty famous example. And then I think we can all sort of uh, confidently say that that's not quite right. So how do we explain it? Because like you say, there are some ideas that just don't make sense. Uh, They're they're fantastical at best. Um, But Daniel Smith's the premier of the province, going back to her time at the Calgary Board of Education, her missteps in media, I mean, uh, the wild rose. So how do we, how do you make all of that make sense? Because it's, it's pretty unpredictable that she would have got to where she is based on all the things we've talked about. Yeah, I, 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 this was one of the questions that I sort of had in, at the heart of my piece is, um, you know, she, she's made these blunders and these, and these missteps. Uh, she also has a, a habit of also apologizing and sort of course correcting. And I think on the one hand, you can interpret this as uh, sort of a weakness, but on the other, you can interpret it as a sort of flexibility that allows her to be a bit of a political chameleon. Um, and I think that's what she did when she uh, joined the Wild Rose, which was not quite uh, politically aligned with with uh, Smith, at least socially. You know, she she was not um, particularly, uh, uh, you know, outspoken about, you know, for example, gay marriage or abortion. These are things that she supported. Um, but uh, in order to sort of further her own cause, she, you know, um, joined the Wild Roses, sort of formed an inner image, um, and uh, was a savvy political operator. Um, of course, we know what happened to the Wild Rose, and that didn't turn out so well for Smith at that time. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, that, but 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 again, she she comes back, she reemerges and uh, starts over and ultimately succeeds. Um, I I guess based on what we've seen in the first oh I don't know twenty five thirty years of Danielle Smith in public life, we know what to expect for the remainder, right? I mean, it's going to be consistent ideology, and at the same time, it's going to be pure chaos in terms of governing. It always has been. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a, a pretty uh, pretty accurate summary. I, I think her team during the campaign did a you know they, they made a pretty concerted effort to try to sort of keep Smith in control. They limited kinds of questions, the amount of questions that she could be asked by reporters. I think to sort of tamper down this this element of unpredictability and chaos. Uh, but now she's in office and, and yeah. doesn't necessarily need to you know apart from I guess. Uh, thinking ahead to the next election, she doesn't really need to um, be too worried about about votes right now, um, and so she can sort of run with with some of these chaotic uh, ideas. And I think you know one of them is is this moratorium on wind and solar energy that sort of seems to sort of come out of left field. Um, it's just another example of uh, <laughs> something that. Uh, you know, we, you you can understand the the ideology behind it, but the the actual sort of execution is a, a, a little bit unpredictable. Right. It is. That's that's the word. It's unpredictable, which is that's the only thing predictable about it is it's going to be unpredictable. You're absolutely. It's it's fascinating. Uh, it's a great piece, uh, Luke. Unfortunately, I'm out of time, but thank you so much for joining us today. I really enjoyed it. My pleasure. Thanks for chatting.